0: hi everyone and welcome back to episode 11 of the popcast cafe podcast so excited to have you all here and i missed you all last week when i didn't post um i don't know if i should continue making this a regular where i like announce it before but i did mention a couple times The structure of the podcast would be five episodes, and then a week off, five episodes, week off, etc, etc. So last week was the week off, and I actually missed doing this, but I'm excited to be back, so we have five episodes for this next chunk, which is exciting. And this episode is going to be more of a catch-up with different things going on, Um, small little catch-up of things going on, as well as discussing... This past season of Ted Lasso, which is very exciting because obviously the show is really popular. So I guess we'll start off with the catch up stuff, but before I get into that, just want to remind you all you guys should totally hit the follow button and turn on the notification bell because you'll get notified every time I upload, which is every Friday except for the weeks off at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. So now for a little catch-up. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you all are happy and healthy and well-rested and having a good day or had a good day, whatever time it is for you, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I'm so, like, I literally just, even just sitting here and talking, I have so much fun doing this podcast. Like, it's, it's so relaxing, especially in my current schedule. I'm, like, school is, like, Insane, um, college is insane. It's very different. Um, there's a lot of work and a lot of studying, and there's an exam at every corner and a paper due at every corner, and I think that's also what high school was like, but in a very different sense. Um, but I'm really, like, this podcast is very relieving. Like, I'm happy I started it when I did, um, because it kind of gives me something to look forward to every week, and when I do have a lot of homework and a lot of studying to do, it gives me an excuse to just watch TV because I'm like, well, I kind of have to, it's part of my workload since technically I have to watch it for the podcast. So it kind of gives me an excuse to continue to do just the things I normally enjoy. Um, so I really appreciate that. But, um, where this is all going and where I'm leading into by talking about school and everything is just that, um, about my YouTube channel, which I've been, like, briefly talking about. Um, so there's actually quite a few things I want to work on as part of this podcast Cafe, like, brand. Um, so obviously I've talked on this podcast before about the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is something that is still in the works. I do have a very good idea at this point now, how I want my YouTube channel to look, what type of, I mean, I've already explained the content, but exactly how I want that content to look and how I want it to come across and what I want the editing style to look like. Um, I kind of have a good idea about all of that because I really was struggling at first to decide, like, do I want to do a very sit in front of the camera, talk, and then point to images on the side, or do I want to video essay it type thing where I analyze stuff and talk over Um, so I kind of, now I do have an idea of exactly where I want it to go, what direction I want it to be in. Um, and of course this is still my main thing, this podcast. So the YouTube channel I'll upload just as I have time, whenever something happens and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is something I want to talk about. I'll take out my camera and bam, we'll just go from there. So that's the type of, um, content that's going to be on there. As for on here, it's a very weekly schedule, same time, every time type of thing. Then again, who knows, maybe my YouTube channel will expand from there and um, it'll kind of branch into other things, but for now, that's kind of what I'm looking at and what I think it's going to be like, and I'm very, very excited for it. Um, And just with school being so busy and my schedule being a bit crazier, a lot crazier than I anticipated that it would be, I think that probably over my Thanksgiving break, which is in a few weeks, or my winter break, which is in a little over a month, a month and a half, maybe. What, what is it? Yeah, it's in a month and a half from now. Um, I'll definitely sit down. That's when I'll probably even release my first video. So that is something to look forward to. So that'll be around winter break. Because once I get it up and running from there, it's a lot easier to roll into kind of like how I started this podcast over the summer. Because starting it from, you know, nothing um, over the school, like when I'm directly in the midst of school is very, very tough. But that is something I'm doing. I also kind of want to expand um, this social media brand and start being a lot more, I guess, active on different social media platforms. That is something I want to do. Um, there is a link tree in the bio of this podcast where you can go and you can um, follow the Instagram, follow the TikTok, follow my Twitter, my stand Twitter, um, which is exciting. All of that is there. And that's something I'm really looking forward to, um, to kind of expand that brand a little bit, because that is always something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to make different forms of content on all of these different platforms. I'm not actively using, okay, I use my stand Twitter, obviously, because that's my everyday. It's built into my schedule. The TikTok and the Instagram, I'm not actively using either of those platforms. However, they are set up. They don't have a lot of followers. Like, I just created them. Um, and I probably will start to actually produce content on there to gain more traction and then to, I guess, for other people to find my podcast and things of that nature. So those are really exciting for me. So if you do want to go follow those things just to be prepared for when I do start releasing content, that would be awesome. And yeah, so that's essentially the catch-up. Those are all things to look forward to, all things I'm going to be working on once I get the time to But for now, we have the podcast, and I'm very excited for this week's episode. Um, Obviously, that was a little catch-up part just to keep everybody aware of what's going on. And now, let us talk about Ted Lasso Season 2. So Ted Lasso is arguably one of the streaming world's biggest shows. Um, I honestly, if I wanted to just take a stab at what they are just in terms of critical acclaim and everything. I think Netflix's is, is obviously Stranger Things and then more recently Squid Game and Apple TV's like this is big, Ted Lasso is big and obviously Euphoria is really big and there's a few other um, streaming platform shows that are just on that scale, but Ted Lasso is very, very big. It's very highly critically acclaimed, but like, it's, it's a big thing um, and it's very popular. And I did not tune into this show when season one first premiered. I think it was last year. I honestly don't know. But I did not tune in when it first came out. I only tuned into the first season after the second season started airing, maybe halfway through, just because a lot of my mutuals on Twitter um, were talking about it. And I think I've expressed this before. All of my favorite shows are old shows. They're done. I've binged them. They're all from, you know before I was even able to watch that kind of stuff, you know, like, airing before my time, very much, those are my favorite shows, or even airing in my time, like, I just didn't necessarily maybe watch them, or I love watching a couple shows live as well, so I am currently excited that I'm getting into a lot of shows that are currently going on, because it's really exciting every week when everybody anticipates one day, and then everyone just talks about the new episode, so I was like, okay, Ted Lasso can be one of my, like, current shows, so, I tuned in, um, I wasn't sure sure how I was going to like it, just because I didn't, you know, like, the, the premise is interesting enough, but I wasn't sure just because people were, like, it's not a direct comedy, exactly, like, it's not particularly, like, as funny as other sitcoms, um, but it's not, like, some crazy drama, so I was, like, I really didn't know the direction it was going, just based on what I had heard, all I knew was everyone just said, but it's good, but it's good, just watch it. And then I did. And season one, I loved it. I loved, loved, loved season one. Um, my favorite characters were probably Roy, Keely. Um, I loved Ted, loved Rebecca. I like, I pretty much loved all of them in season one, except for like, I guess, Jamie, obviously. But, um, I really enjoyed all of the characters. Um, I really loved the style of the show. Um, I kind of thought it was going to be very much like a sitcom, um, even though I had kind of heard it's not like a direct comedy or anything, but I kind of thought, like, oh, I don't, I really don't know, like, how this is gonna go, but it's funny in a very different way, um, it's very heartwarming, it's very cozy, it's a very easy-to-watch show. Each episode of the first season was only 30 minutes long, so, It goes by really fast and each episode is so cute and it just ends with this very heartwarming feel. And Ted is such a good main character um, and he's obviously very rootable and you root for him all the time and his players and all of the dynamics that are established between him and the other characters as well as the other characters with each other it's all just so pure to watch. Um, obviously one of my favorites is Roy and Keeley's dynamic because they're my two favorite characters and obviously they're probably my favorite ship on the show. Um, Sunshine x Grumpy never lets me down. I loved it. So from that angle as well, um, I really especially enjoyed that dynamic. So season two in comparison, at least for me, was very, very different from the first season. And that's not to say it was a negative thing, because it's not, it's a positive thing. Um, But it was incredibly different. The entire structure of the season felt um, quite massively different. From just a structure point of view, it was a couple episodes longer, and more than that, because, I mean, everything can kind of vary in numbers. The episodes, especially in the backhand of the season, were longer, significantly longer. There were the longest episode of the first season, I checked this before I did this episode, I put it in my notes, but the longest episode of the first season was 35 minutes, and the longest episode of the second season was 49. So it was a kind of a very different take on that so structurally it was very different I didn't mind it because I do enjoy the show um the heartwarmingness was still there however this season was a lot more serious and definitely played into the serious side of things um kind of playing into the drama more you know I felt like the first season there was drama but it was very centric on just Ted trying to form these relationships between his players and trying to get his players to play along or get along with each other. Um, That was very much the tone of the first season. However, the second season, um, okay, I guess I'll start with what I did like about the second season and why I liked the dynamic switch. And that was because as much as I love Ted, I love how we got to expand more on other characters that I felt like were very underdeveloped in the first season. Um I guess one that comes directly to mind is Coach Beard. Um for the obvious reasons in the first season, I mean, I guess I would know this cuz I like it's very recent since I've seen the first season, but it felt like he was very much Ted's sidekick. And I guess he was. Like he just was the other coach and obviously they came as a package deal to um and when they moved here. So that was all that we saw and in this season we got an entire episode dedicated to him which was very very interesting because that was a character that I felt like was very underdeveloped not necessarily in a negative way they just never gave us anything to particularly be like oh but where's his storyline so we got that and it was very very it was very different it was very well executed I remember reading the tv 10 comments um after that episode and everybody was like pleasantly surprised with this like telling of a story that was not a character that was obviously Ted. So it was very different that we got to expand on these other characters more. That's always something that I love. I'm a very character-centric person over plot-centric. Like, I do love plots and that's very important to me but I'm characters over everything so the fact that we got to dive more into these other characters made it more enjoyable obviously I love that we dived into Keely more because she's my favorite um so I loved that I love that she was getting more of her own plots and then Roy as well um I loved his arc in season two with everything and then him coming back um, and being a coach and everything so I enjoyed all of those aspects of that season or this season. Um. Rebecca obviously also had, I mean, she had this whole thing with Sam, um, which I'll get into later, um, but otherwise it was very nice to see her, I guess, in a different light, although she was always in a positive light to me, even in the first season, but it was just very interesting to see how her dynamics have, like, slightly shifted with her being able to be more open with everybody, and obviously even with Ted, even though I just talked about how great it was that we got to expand on other characters, but even with Ted, this whole, um, anxiety, uh, arc that they gave him was so well executed and i thought it was it, i thought it was really good that we got to see a different side to that character um one that was not very touched on in the first season i mean i think the extent of ted's i guess issues and trauma that we saw in the first season was just him being upset about the fact that him and his wife were getting divorced or him and his former wife were getting divorced and i think that's really the extent And I think in season one, I felt bad for him for a totally different reason, because the whole first season, you see him very cheery, he's witty, he's funny, he's just this cute ball of energy, like literally the sweetest, just want to give him a hug. Um, That's the kind of person he was the entire first season. So there were very few glimpses here and there where, you know, he'd be talking on the phone with her or with his son, and he would I guess, get teary-eyed or emotional. And those were the really small moments that you picked up on. So they were really... Uh, they were gut-wrenching. They were so sad to watch. And then this season, we really dipped into um, the more emotional side of it. And we saw not just that, but how other things that were going on in the moment were affecting him. Um, even just with talking to the therapist and everything and everything that with his... um anxiety um, and just his panic attacks like all of it was just another layer to the character that we hadn't really touched on before so as much as I love just this cheery Ted and that's of course my Ted, I love him, but it was really, really great for him to gain more depth as a character, because even last season, when Rebecca told him everything about how she was trying to sabotage the team and everything, he was very forgiving, Um, and he still is that way, he still is just a very sweet, sweet person, but it was really, really nice to see um, how they developed that character more, and that was something that I really appreciated, just from a writing standpoint, and I think that the show did a better job this season of getting into those deeper plots and everything with even Rebecca's parents or with, um, Sam and what he was doing and the message he was trying to spread. Um, and then of course the Ted thing, and then even, oh my gosh, I didn't even bring this up, but finding out that, um, Ted's father had killed himself when he, they were, um, when he was a child was something that was so, I mean, definitely something that I didn't see coming. So when he was on the phone, and he expressed that. I was literally like, whoa, 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 like, no way, you know, and it was very, very heart-wrenching to just see him in such a vulnerable position. Um, I also think that the um, fact that the season was a lot deeper in quality, as well as structure, as well as overall, um, character depth it was just a lot deeper so I think that that also gave the actors a chance to really really dig deep with these emotions and these feelings and what they were trying to present in these characters and I think that everybody did an exceptional job I think everyone did amazing the acting the quality of this season just from an acting perspective was fabulous the scenes, all the scenes in episode 10 titled, um, No Weddings and a Funeral, that episode, all of the acting, especially with Rebecca and Ted, like, individually, and then of course, you know, whenever they act together, they're really good too, but individually in that episode was incredible. Definitely standouts for me. The acting was great, and obviously that was heavily rewarded if you guys, um, watched the Emmys, which was, um, it is currently October 29th, so 28th, October 28th, so that means that the Emmys, I don't even remember, it was sometime last month, I think, but if you guys watched that, you would have seen that it was essentially a Ted Lasso sweep, it was also The Crown, like, it was a sweep for them too, but we're not talking about The Crown, so we move, Um, we're talking about Ted Lasso, so it was a complete sweep um, from their end they won so many awards for writing, comedy, the actors were winning stuff for supporting roles, main roles etc cetera, etc cetera. the show was winning and it was very very well deserved and I think a lot of times when these award shows especially with the Academy because we all know the Academy will you know every year there's just one person or one show or one movie that's just kind of taking all the categories depending on obviously which um Uh, academy ceremony it is. It's kind of just one thing like that, but I think the reception of Ted Lasso having a sweep like this was incredibly positive. Everything I was reading about it in articles as well as just the reception I saw online was all very positive. I think everybody thought it was very well deserved because it really, really was that good. Um, so, from that angle, it was great. And another thing that I did also appreciate, I don't know if I appreciated it, I think I'm more just taken aback from it, was just the way they tried to develop Jamie's character this season. Um, obviously, everything with Keely at the very end kind of annoyed me, but in the beginning, when I think it was maybe around episode 4 or five, three, four or 5, when they had Jamie come back to the team, and then um, he was just being a lot more positive, I was very taken aback, I was like, no, 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 do not make me like him, like, last, like, this past season of Sex Education, they made me like Adam, who I absolutely despised for the first two seasons, and now they're trying to make me like Jamie, so it was just, it was funny, um, and I really liked how they tried to build on that character, um, tried to give him more depth as well, because in the first season, he was just pretty much a douchebag the entire time, and that was the extent of the character, like, if you just thought of him, and you were like, well, it's his personality, it's just douchebag, so I liked that depth, um, and I guess the difference of some, I guess something I liked in season one more than season two, because I just praised season two a lot, I thought it was great, but something that I think holds season one superior, was the fact that the show had a very clear direction for the first season. And it's okay if you disagree, Um, but for me, I thought the first season's direction was very clear. Right from the beginning, the entire plot of the season was kind of set up and everything rolled, you know, from plot to plot very well, very effortlessly. Everything that happened made sense. You kind of just, it was very well set up. You had your quote-unquote antagonist of the season, which is obviously Rebecca I mean not in like a super antagonistic way but just in a very mild way where it was okay she's the one that's against this et etc cetera, et cetera. and then obviously kind of Jamie but he was more of a side antagonist I guess like not the main one um but yeah so we had a very clear direction versus this season kind of lacked a villain the entire time the, not a villain, but just the quote-unquote just the bad guy. Um, There was no, like, the conflict itself was kind of differing from episode to episode. Um, Obviously, I say that knowing that obviously Nate was the built-up quote-unquote villain, and obviously that's set up for season three, but I think season two just spent the time building it up there, so it, it just, for me at least, it didn't feel like the plot had as much of a clear direction from the beginning where it was like this is exactly it because the premise of the show like the original premise of why he was hired etc etc like that's all gone now because it's all out in the open and now we're just moving on so I thought you know I just kind of thought it would be a little bit different however it's all still positive because the season was still a hit at the end of the day I thought it was great I thought it was um very well done overall um, so yeah, so let's talk about ships for a little bit. So let's start with Roy and Keely, because like I expressed, they're my favorite ship on the show. Um, I obviously love that we got to see more of them. Everything, okay, their entire build up in season one was so cute, um, and I loved it. I loved how they built their way up there, and I loved how Keely was able to help Roy open up, be more honest, be more vulnerable, etc. And I I love that she was even help. Um, able to help him do that um, at the beginning of this season as well, the second season. Those were all things that I really enjoyed. Um, and I also loved, I mean, not loved, but I did love that we got to see more depth in their relationship where they were having their own issues and then how they, um, how they were able to overcome those and how they were able to move on from them. So I really, really enjoyed that aspect. I loved seeing, um, that kind of growth, with the characters and how they were able to progress. So that was an aspect of their relationship. I really enjoyed the season. That was a little bit lacking last season. Um, Yeah, so there was that. So then there was this whole situation with Rebecca and Sam. Um, I wasn't, I didn't hate it, but obviously I didn't love it. I think like most people, I'm like, kind of intrigued by the idea to see what would happen with Rebecca and Ted in the future, Um, more so at the beginning than now, but still, it's there, I'm still interested in it, but I didn't hate Rebecca and Sam, it was just, it was just there for what it was, so I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, Um, yeah, (laughs) I really don't have um, as much to say about that, Um, so those were probably, yeah, that's all I really want to talk about with ships. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, coming back again to the beginning and talking about the show's overall message, it's very much a, um, you know, lift people up with kindness, kill them with kindness kind of attitude that Ted has. And it's so refreshing and so different, in my opinion, to the other shows that are on TV today. I think it's very refreshing and just so well done so i really only have mostly positive things to say about this show um and i'm very very excited for the third season um i there was oh yes this is what i was going to say i was like there was something i wanted to bring up and i just wanted to say that for whatever reason i think it was episode 5 um no, it was episode four. It was episode four. The Carol of the Bells episode was my favorite episode of the season, and I don't know why I really don't, maybe because I felt like that episode played the most into the heartwarming feel of the first season, so it was like it just felt like we were there again. It felt like a first season episode, so I loved it. I loved Keeley's whole sexy Christmas thing um. And I loved, like, Phoebe's little plots in that episode with the smelly breath and going from door to door. I think specifically their plot in it, I did like Ted and Rebecca's as well, but specifically those two's plot in it with Phoebe was so cute. I loved it. I thought it was adorable. Um, It was probably my favorite episode of the season for whatever reason. I really, really don't know. And then even that episode 10 that I talked about, I also really loved um, just because I thought it was so... um, Well written and well thought out, and obviously, I talked about the acting and how I thought that was really, really good. So, let's talk about the finale. Just let's flush that out a little bit more because I've touched on a couple points that happened in the finale without really going into depth. So, leading into that, let's talk about Nathan, but actually talk about him instead of me just saying he's gonna be the villain. So Nathan's arc this season, I was less than impressed, obviously. I think I speak for everybody in saying that we're all just very frustrated about um, just by his actions and everything. It just got very in his head that he d- didn't feel like he was getting the credit he deserved and I did not like how he went about it. And I think I drew the final line um, at the very end of episode 11 when um, uh, the anonymous source for that article on ted's panic attack on match day and that nathan was the anonymous source that tipped that tip is not the word i'm just thinking of gossip girl but like tipped that um yeah so i think that was definitely the final straw for me because it really frustrated me i just don't know who in their like right mind like what sane person would ever do something like that so it very it frustrated me a lot like nathan you are nothing I do not like you at all. I obviously did not like that and um but I did appreciate just how the club was obviously in full support um for it and just being there for Ted after the news of this um whole thing came out. Um so I really really um liked that, but obviously Nathan is no longer my friend. So there's that. And then of course, the West Ham United that Rupert um, buys, of course, that the very end we see that Nathan, Nate, is part of the coaching staff there. So, I mean, there. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see wh- how that goes. I mean, I'm very frustrated with Nathan's character overall. But I am excited to see how that plot is going to play out in season three. I don't know if this is true, but I've seen several sources say that the creators only want this show to be three seasons. I don't know if next season will be the last. I really see it being more of a four or five season show, just in my head. But, you know, I guess we'll see. Obviously, if season three is meant to be the last season, I think they'll flesh it out well. And I don't think this is necessarily the kind of show that needs to go on forever and ever. I feel like it can stay, um just very well known and stay relevant and stay golden just with whatever it is able to get. Um, but at the very end, we saw several of these, like, quote-unquote, felt like post-credit scenes because they kept going, like, two weeks later, three weeks later, whatever, whatever, and we saw, like, several of them, so I kept just thinking it was the end, and then it kept going and going, and I don't really know what kind of artistic choice that was or cinematic choice that was um, but I just thought it was interesting that they did it again and again, it was funny, because I just kept feeling like it was about to be over, and I was, like, about to exit out of the episode, and then it just kept going and going, um, which was funny, and this actually just came to my head right now, um, and I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like the first season also was more centered around soccer, um, sorry, I'm American, so I'm gonna say soccer, I know this is, like, obviously this does not take place in America, so, football would be the correct word, but in my head it's just soccer, but anyways, I felt like the first season was a lot more soccer-centric than the second one, um, I don't know if that's just me, but I think that again plays into something that I was talking about earlier, just with the fact that, um, the show was a lot more, it played more into drama and it played more into the actor's strains this season, so that is probably why, um, it fleshed out the way it did, but I think, um, is very interesting that they decided to do that but I I did appreciate it because even coming back to what I was saying earlier I always think it's a positive thing for when your protagonist is so positive um and just been this like all around just over the top kind amazing character for just for that character to character to find conflict in order to continue to keep the story moving um in a good direction. So I guess that kind of leads us um, towards the end. Um, Those are kind of my thoughts on season two and the differences that I um, placed between the first two seasons and how I felt about that. Um, I am satisfied that the trajectory that was actually coming out of the season did become more clear towards the end and I'm very excited for this good versus evil dynamic we're going to see in season three um I saw this tv time comment um uh, on the finale and it was just a picture of um the uh, ted and nate nate I don't know why I said it like that, Ted and Nate, and the caption of it is just, all of my enemies started out as friends, which is obviously a Taylor Swift lyric, so I was kind of like, whoa, and I think that's really interesting because I feel like betrayal is always such a fun um, theme to play into in different works of media, um, or, as well as storytelling, so I'm excited to see how that plays out and how they are able to introduce those themes and how it's going to resolve And how Nate is going to apologize for being the worst person on the planet. So those are all things I'm looking forward to in Season 3. Obviously, I'm excited to see my favorite characters again. I'm excited to see my ships, um, my ship again. And I'm excited to see if Ted and Rebecca will flesh out. um, And just as well as how this is going to tie full circle again. And I do hope that they keep this whole... Um, playing into the deeper side of things more because I thought that it was very very strong and it kept the season very alive in a different way but I also hope that they keep that heartwarmingness from the first season that was just very comedic because this show really has me going from one side of the spectrum to the other in terms of emotion like I'm like barely laughing like my stomach hurts from laughing so hard one moment and then two minutes later I'm like welling up with like tears and I'm like rubbing my eyes because I'm like bawling So it just really, any show that has the power to do that is one that's really, really something special. So this show deserves all the hype, in case you were wondering. And if you couldn't already tell by the way I talk about it. Um, But yeah, that kind of leads us to the end. Um, Those are kind of all my thoughts on Ted Lasso. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about that. Obviously, I had a great time watching the season, and I'm heavily looking forward to the third season. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And, uh, I also hope you guys are interested by my updates as well. I will continue to keep you guys updated on how that's going. Lots of things are in the work. I'm so excited for how this brand is going to unfold and for the things just for the future. I'm so excited for the future. I'm so excited for the things that I can do and how I can expand this and make it better, um, and continue to make it better. So I always appreciate just feedback, Positive feedback, but just like very constructive, just in order for me to continue to build this in a positive direction. But, anyways, thank you all so much for listening. And of course, before I sign off, just another reminder please hit the follow button, hit the notification bell. Um, That would mean the world, that would be amazing, and you'll get notified when I post. Um, And yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much again. Um, Have a good rest of your day or have a good evening and I will talk to you all next time. Bye!